0: One Weed, Two Weed, Red Weed, Blue Weed. Um, and then that Did you Chloe, just make that up? That's Dr. Seuss, Kimmy. <laughs> I know, I, I know. <laughs> Roses are red, violets are blue. I just made that up too.
1: Welcome to another episode of We Explain Movies. I'm Kimmy.
2: I'm Kayleen. And I'm Courtney. And this is the podcast where three best friends explain, rate slash review, and decide whether or not to see the latest and greatest or most beloved classics of film. This means each week, two or one of us will explain a movie to the other two or one of
0: us in its entirety. Since this is a center for spoilers, if you haven't seen this week's movie, tune out and tune back in once you have. For other spoiler timestamps, check out our Instagram and Twitter at We Explain Movies.
1: Here's how it's going to go. We're going to start off with what we watched this week, move into some movie-related questions, followed by the explanation, and then we're going to close out with our watchlist ads and recommendations. You're listening to We Explain Movies. <sighs> Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> to the pod. <laughs> One
2: game. of us threw up a little. Guess who it is. <laughs> You'll find out at the end of this hour. Guess <laughs> that throw up her? <laughs> it's a throw up It's Pikachu. It's Clefairy. Fuck. Speaking of vines. Speaking of vines. This week we are doing Spree. The social media horror comedy found footage film starring Mm -hmm. the sexiest man ever. Steve Harrington. Just Steve Harrington. Yeah. Sadly, his hair is, like, so greasy and (laughs) down. It's not, like, in Stranger Things. But it also stars Jared. He's 19. Never fucking learned how to read. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk more about Vine in a little bit. Yeah. But before that,
1: what did you watch this week? What did we um, okay, so I'm going to start because I didn't watch anything. I literally didn't watch anything. It's been, like, a month. I know. <laughs> and I'm trying to think about, like, if I accidentally forgot to... If I
0: accidentally watched something. and then forgot, like, I really don't know. You didn't watch anything with your dad? No.
1: Okay. No, I didn't.
0: Wow, I'm, Kimmy's just been, like, living, okay. I,
1: or dying. Just
0: running and tripping and seeing <laughs> the
1: sights. Um, I'm just going to take this time to um, plug that I did a episode with take three movie podcast we talked about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, there's one episode out now by the time this comes out maybe there will be two but ultimately there will be three fucking episodes of us talking about Buffy (laughs) yeah I don't know watch listen to it if you want to (laughs) I had a great time because I love Buffy and and they had a great time too
2: so they say yes. so they say <laughs> i appreciated jordan's honesty yes he was like i have seen buffy yeah <laughs> i enjoyed it yes yes yeah that's it for me we gotta let the people know you're here yeah. <laughs> well you also watch tv you said three I, I have three tv things to talk about i'm super super happy and in love with um the first one is z-way z-way is oh, yeah. uh a comedian and she was in the final season of Dickinson playing Sojourner Truth. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And then I found out she has a TV show and it's a talk show that is so insane. It is it is hysterical. Yeah. She just brings people on and she'll be like, why are you racist? Yeah. <laughs> and... and Every episode is, like, about a different political, like, ideology or theme or something, and so she'll just, like, talk to somebody about feminism, she'll talk about, like, white fragility, she'll talk about income inequality and all these things, but it's, it's just, like, she brings her guests on and baits them to, like, say things, and then she puts up little funny texts at the bottom where it is just, like, Alana Glazer says white people have it the hardest. Oh, really? <laughs> like, just based on one thing she'll say out of context, but, um, I got Dan who will watch the whole thing with me. Z-Way is just so funny, like, as a comedian, and she does this- thing where she has a musical guest every week, and every week it's her. <laughs> so she's like, with the musical guest, Z-Way, and she writes a song for every episode. Oh. And I've listened to this one song, like, in the car so many times, it's hysterical. And then Daniel and I love the Chet Hanks episode, where she oh just God. brings- He's on there? Yeah, she brings Tom Hanks's unhinged son on, and she makes him apologize for, like, <laughs> appropriating the Patois accent. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's it's truly iconic. Um, I love it. It's so good. It's two seasons, and you can just see like she has so many people in it that like you love. Like she interviews Phoebe Bridgers. Mm-hmm. Is it still going? It just ended last week. Okay. Yeah, the second season just ended, but she's got so many great guest stars, and I love it. Something else that I am obsessed with and going crazy is Miss Marvel oh, on yeah? Disney Plus. I freaking love it, and I've read all of the Miss Marvel comics that have come out oh. by G Willow Wilson, which came out I think like in twenty fifteen until like a couple years ago. And then they gave so many nods to her, which was really Aww. cool. Like, uh, Kamala's uh, school is called, there's like a plaque at the beginning that, shows, that says G. Willow Wilson, and then Kamala's guidance counselor is named G. W. Wilson, um, which who is the creator of this iteration of her and Kamala Khan. Uh, it's one of the best directed Marvel things. Like, you guys should really check it out. Like, it's so stylized. It's so fun. There's great music. There's great transitions. There's like all kinds of artwork that comes up on the screen and stuff. Mm. It's so good. The girl who plays Kamala is phenomenal. Like, mm-hmm. she is so charismatic. It's her first thing she's ever done. Wow. She reminds me a lot of Haley Steinfeld. Oh, yeah? And she's just so funny and charismatic. It's perfect. Aw. I love it. And then the last thing in a similar vein is The Boys. Season oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. three of The Boys. That's what I have to start
1: watching. <sighs> Dude, it
2: is, like, one of my favorite seasons of television so Dang. far. Just, like, in general, I'm, like, waiting for the next episode to wow. come out. It's so much fun, and because... It's a satire about, like, a world where, like, what would it be like with superheroes who are, like, Mm -hmm. they can kill anyone they want at any time, and they're corporate, and it's scary. They are doing things that Marvel cannot do. Yeah, (laughs) But something that they've done that's amazing is, do you remember the, um, the theory before Endgame where it was like, all we need is Ant-Man, get to his asshole, get to his asshole. They opened a season three with that, with a tiny superhero who can shrink himself, going into someone's butthole, and then exploding... (laughs) And it's so gory and violent. They really do. Like, they're doing so many things, and they're also taking, like, some jabs at Marvel where they have, like, all the women come in, and they're like, girls do it better, and it's really good. (laughs) As someone who loves Marvel, too, like... The Boys is amazing. It's so refreshing and just like a fun time. But also, Jack Quaid, I love him. Yeah. He is such he a money. He does have
0: superpowers, right? He, or is that like a spoiler?
2: He does. No, he's not a super, um, because like the supers are already all established. He's part of the boys who are trying to kill supers and oh, like get rid of them. I see. But there is like a twist in this season gotcha. where he is taking superhero, basically like drugs. So like he oh. gets powers for the first time. Oh my gosh. For only a short little bits of time, but it's fucking funny. Wow. Oh and every time he uses his powers, it makes him naked. <laughs> it makes Love him it. naked? Kind of like the Why time all traveler's shows wife. making people <laughs> naked? Wow, yeah. But it's funny too, because, you know, it's different, and so they're just like, your dick is out, and he's like, what the fuck? Oh no. <laughs> and he finds out that he can, like, teleport. He's like, all I did was clench my butt cheeks, and I ended up over here. <laughs> How is Jensen Ackles? Jensen Ackles is, like, not the villain, but, like, a very scary part of it. And I, he ignites my face blindness. I don't know that man. Really? Oh, truly. (laughs) He was in an episode, and then the next episode, I went, who is that? I, <laughs> I know him. I used to watch yeah. Supernatural. I did for a not time. watch Supernatural,
0: so I bet I those fans it. are Rindle happy. Funk episode of Supernatural. <laughs> mm. yeah, I
2: never had to even watch like an Amy Adams episode of that. She was not it. Oh, she was on Smallville, huh? She was on Smallville. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> so I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Adams is in an episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I've seen it. She? <laughs> She's like. Ew, Willow, you're gay with my sister. Yeah. It's her sister? Her sister is gay. Yeah, it is
1: Tara's um, sister. Oh, Tara's a big part, isn't she? Did you say that was your favorite? Tara's not my favorite character. Did Nick say that? Somebody mentioned Tara. Somebody, I can't remember, I think it was Jordan who said that Tara is his least favorite character. Oh, maybe, I don't don't know the show well enough. One of his least favorite, his least favorite was Don. But oh, I know who that is <laughs> Michelle yeah. Jackenberg's character. What, what the that's fuck? She's so sexy. No,
2: he's wrong. <laughs> I forgot she was in that. But yeah.
0: It. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> the boys, Miss Marvel, Z Way, check them out. So good. See, um, Okay, well, the only TV that I watched that I had to report, and I feel like I'm just repeating myself because I've said this to you guys, I said it on my letterbox, but I watched Under the Banner of Heaven. And I loved it and it gave me like a lot to talk about with Jillian who uh you know came from Mormonism and we like were texting every time a new episode would come out and I was like oh my god happy mormon day <laughs> mm-hmm. <Yeah. laughs> And then um like my sister was watching it and I was talking to my cousins about it and it's just like sparked a lot of really good deep conversation about like uh organized mormon religion, religion. <laughs> And the shame that's associated with it, and the mm-hmm. control, and like evil white men. And um, yeah, the cast is fucking amazing. Rory Culkin be out here in another like culty show. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Russell's terrifying. And, he is. He's and Andrew Garfield was so fucking good. Um, yeah, so that was the TV that I watched. As far as movies go, a lot of it I was like, eh, I don't need to talk about. Um, I watched this movie, A Case of You, that I watched because Justin Long is the lead and it's another Sam Rockwell movie I haven't seen. Sam is a very small part, but he's like teaching him how to play guitar and he's just like really unhinged and he has an earring and I was like, cool. (laughs) And he has my favorite line in the movie, which is he's saying something to him about the spin doctors and Justin Long's like, oh, is that person in the spin doctors? And he goes, are you effing fucking with me? (laughs)
1: Are you effing fucking with There was
0: also just some weird like... It's, a, it's one of those movies that's kind of random so some of the stuff that happens just like really caught me off guard in a funny way so it was fun mm. and then yesterday it was Father's Day and we were like sitting around waiting for Dakota's family to come over and I was like I wanna watch movies that make me feel good and also sad. And we put on um Mrs. Doubt Liar. And it was awesome. And then his parents got there and we put on Liar Liar and his dad was cracking oh, up. And I really? was like, it brought me so much joy to see him like he was like, God, Jim Carrey was so funny. This is like his heyday. And there's yeah. this part where he's I mean, we were just talking about it with the bloopers episode not that long ago. But there's this part where he's trying to lie and he can't, and so he's just like being so Jim Carrey. He's like lifting up his lips and he's like, rah, 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 and Dakota's dad's like losing it. <laughs> it was great. So yeah, I That's watched it really really yesterday.
2: <laughs> um, I only watched one movie that I really, really want to talk about. It was so good. Um, it's called Thunder Road. I believe it came out in 2019, and it is written, directed by, and starring this guy named Jim Cummings. It's such a good movie. Like, I was blown away. I was like, I want to watch something tonight. I want it to be good. I use Canopy, which is, like, the library services m- oh. for movies. Huh. So it's do you like, have to sign up for that? You do. You need your library card, and then you're only allowed to watch three movies a month. And mm-hmm. it's, like, all the good indie stuff on it.
0: Huh. Interesting.
2: And so I was like, yeah, let's watch this. And it turns out it was based on a short film that he submitted to Sundance. And so it premiered at Sundance as a short And then he was able to get funding to make it into a whole film. And the short is just what the opening monologue is for the movie. And the opening monologue blew my mind. It is like 10 minutes of Jim Cummings, who is this like scrawny, hot looking dad. He's at his mother's funeral and he's delivering like a eulogy for her, but he becomes just so distraught while delivering it that he's kind of pacing back and forth and it was just like this stream of consciousness that was so beautiful where he's saying things and then all of a sudden he starts sobbing like on a flip and then he's saying the funniest thing you've ever heard and then he's like screaming and then he's dancing and he's doing all these things and I haven't laughed so hard and then instantly started crying the way that he was doing himself and so I was not watching a movie where I'm like I want to cry I cried the whole damn time like he's talking about his mom and like what it is like to grow up and realize afterwards that your mom was a person and that she had a life and it's kind of like Petite Mama which I just yeah. had seen where it's like oh she had all these things that I never asked her about and my mom was so good to me and he has a daughter so he wants to be just as good for his daughter as that but all these mishaps keep falling him in his grief like it's just about like a pretty short span of time following his mom's death to the grief that he's experiencing and he just becomes So distraught and so unhinged and fucks up his life in so many ways. And it's fucking funny. But then it's so sad and dark. What made you think to watch it? It's been on my watch list for a long time. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I just was like on my watch list and I was like, what's available? And then I was like, let's specifically ask for Canopy movies because like, you only get to watch so many every month. Yeah. I was blown away. I Mm. like, I loved it. It was a perfect movie. Just so good. Such a good plot. A tight 90, I think it was, and it's called Thunder Road because of the Bruce Springsteen song, which is what he's talking about, like, about, like, you gotta get out of this town, and that's what my mom was all about, and just, like, watching this man, he reminded me a lot of, like, an older Cooper Rafe, and just, like, you're an artist, you're a creator, you're telling this story, you have such a passion for it, where it was a short film into a long feature length. Oh my god, I loved it. How old do you think he is? He's, like, 36, I want to say. And he wrote it. He wrote, directed, and starred. Got, like, a nice... He yeah. honestly looks like Charlie Swan.
1: Yeah. So I was oh, really... I was
2: attracted to him the whole movie. I was like, look at this guy. And, like, at one point, he's having a nervous breakdown. He's taking off his clothes. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. mixed feelings. What I these feelings? Oh, no. Feelings? like, his underwear was all ripped. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you're so sexy <laughs> don't be sad uh-huh. Uh-huh. so yeah I loved it um, and then he's got a follow up film that came out I think the next year called The Wolf of Snow Hollow which is free on Amazon I started watching it but it's like a horror comedy about like werewolves and so I wasn't I watched it right after and I was like no I need to just like, stay with Thunder Road mm-hmm. and so yeah. I'll watch it
1: soon but yeah Thunder Road check it out I'm cool. gonna add that to my watch list it was amazing
2: Yes. and that's what we watched that's what we watched that's what we watched Okay, first question related to the movie Spree is, what is your favorite found footage film? I don't have honorable mentions because... Are you going to say the C word? There's so... Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have honorable mentions because there's so few that, like, are good, (laughs) and I feel like you guys might have them as your answer or your honorable mentions, so I'll chime in when you mention them. But what I am going to say is something I don't really talk about on this podcast, but was my favorite movie for a very long time, is Chronicles. Yeah, the C word. I love it. Those three boys have my heart and soul. There are such good moments of friendship in it, like the part where they're driving to Price Tag by, is it her name, Jesse J? Oh, yeah. Love that. They're so cute. Dane DeHaan, and obviously, Michael B. Jordan is a honey, Mm -hmm. and Steve Montgomery for president forever and always. I love that movie.
0: Um, Yeah, I had a bunch of answers, too. I'm gonna give a big, fat, honorable mention to not a movie, not a show, I guess kind of a show, Marble Hornets. That shit, oh, yeah. that's the Slenderman YouTube series that was really popular. Oh, we spooky. watched some of it in England, and I was like, this shit's scary. I tried to watch it in high school, and I was too scared, because I was like, it's real. I'm gonna get haunted.
2: You guys play the Slenderman game? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, with Daniel. Oh my gosh, it was so scary. I played yeah. it with my ex-boyfriend in high school. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so scary. We did it in the dorm, uh, like, common room. That's such a good answer.
1: Can <laughs> <corners>? <laughs> yeah, because it goes, like, with this movie, right? Yeah. Yours can be Lonely Girl 15. I was going to change my answer to that.
0: Um, So, yeah, that's my honorable mention because that shit is scary and they were, like, kind of trendsetters a little bit. Like, um, I guess I'll just stick to... One other honorable mention of Host, I really yeah. liked when we watched that together in that creepy train car, and then I had weird dreams. That was fun. I can't <laughs> believe we watched
2: that in, like, a haunted train caboose. Yeah. Ew, what okay. an experience.
0: You <laughs> <Ew>, got <guys>. Yeah.
2: <laughs> in Arizona. It was hot as dicks, dude. Yeah. It was very fun, though. It was fun.
0: Um, and then I guess I'll pick my real answer as creep. I mean, I've yeah, talked figured, about yeah. that quite a few times, but it's I really a like word. that. <laughs> the C word. Yeah, you better have a C answer. Can we fight you um Calumlee lonely girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> shot, shot,
1: shot i said first <laughs> check the sound waves
0: <laughs> i'm gonna edit them um yeah so creep um i don't know what else new to say it is found footage mm-hmm. there you go they found it it is scary it is funny it is interesting the second one's cool too
1: okay Okay, yes, my my honorable mention is going to be Lonely Girl 15. Fun. Like, is anybody who is listening right now, did anybody see that? that is it still up? Can I go watch it? I'm sure it is. I, I bet you could watch re-uploads if it's not. Yeah, you could probably watch compilations so that mm-hmm. you, you don't have to, like, search for the next video. Now I'm sure somebody has it, like, there's a yeah. library somewhere. And I thought this shit was real, and I was, like, <laughs> Googling, like... <laughs> is Lonely Girl 15 real? Like, what's going Dude, on? Dude,
0: all the fucking, like, dumbass YouTube pranksters and stuff that try to pretend like it's real, they have those people to thank. Yeah. Right. And, and
1: Kurt Kunkel. Yes.
0: <laughs> Kurt
1: has them to thank. Yeah. That blew my mind. I love thinking about that time. Yeah. <laughs> and then those were also, the ones you guys said, those are, like, my true answers. Mm-hmm. But, like, another one that I have is, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had Cloverfield on here, but that, oh. that's, okay, that's the actually, one I didn't say. I don't think that other. movie is great, even though I really enjoy watching it. Yeah, we just rewatched it, her and I. Yeah. Oh, yeah? It was yeah. difficult to rewatch, honestly, I thought. Mm. It, it was.
2: was. Like, I was sad. I was like, oh, it's not. Capital P
1: perfect. Yeah it's Capital not it's not deserving of eight Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> that that shook me to my core. Aww. It's still enjoyable. Like we yeah. had a good time watching it and it was fun, but I also remember being like freaked the fuck out when I watched it. Yeah. Doesn't hold up. <laughs> Dude,
0: I remember the promos for that movie, yeah. like actually yeah. Making me stay awake with fear. But I was also, I'm such a little sissy even now. But like, there would be promos and it wouldn't say what movie it was for because that was the whole thing. And I would be like literally watching Degrassi and then the screen would be like, (laughs) and there'd be like, watch out. And I was like, what the fuck? Dash of Liberty (laughs) has been decapitated. Guys,
1: marketing back then was bonkers.
2: I mean, they have
0: access to go look up what it was for. They also
2: did such a banger job with the whole trilogy because then you watch. The awesome one with Mary Elizabeth Winstead and uh, John Gallagher Jr. just, like, chilling and listening to a fun bop, and then Mm. it says 10 Cloverfield Lane, and you're like, what? And the next one, they're like, oh, you know the Super Bowl that ends in two hours? (laughs) Boom, there's a movie afterwards. I know,
1: man, what are they doing? (laughs) I I I? don't know. J.J. Abrams was on one. Yes. Um, But, okay, so the answer that I decided to put for my real answer, I really just put on here for posterity. Uh, Does anyone remember Project X?
0: I never saw it.
1: What? Yeah. That's a found footage. I didn't know that. The one with the yes. guy like with the beer cup next to him? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know the poster it. well. Yes. And everybody was like we're going to have a Project X themed party or whatever and it was yeah, like
0: Yeah, I went to Project Danny my senior year. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice.
1: <laughs> that movie like captured a generation. Really. <laughs> That was question one. Kayleen, introduce question two. All
0: right. Question two because, hi, my name is Jared, I'm 19, and I don't know how to fucking read, is in this movie as a decently big part. I thought, what Vine star would you want to see carry a movie? So it's a little bigger than the part that he plays, but thought it would be an interesting thing to think about. Mm.
2: So, with my answers, I, like, planned the movie.
0: Wow, dude. I know what I was wondering. I I
1: didn't plan the whole movie, but I kind of, like, have a vibe. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I haven't done that much. Oh, okay. You'll see. You're like, and then, beginning, open shot, (laughs) not at all. No,
2: (laughs) no, I want... I wrote three movies.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I want, in, like,
2: five years... Oh, okay. ...to suddenly we're shook and we're told that there is a boyhood sequel starting. Starring Gavin. Like, we didn't Aww. know. We didn't know it was being made this whole time. But it was the style of boyhood Gavin has, I love like, that. a
1: film chronicling his life. He's Gavin.
2: He's that little boy who blogs with the big eyes. The kid He makes, makes like, like, this. And yeah. he has the one where he's got the coffee cup and he's sitting like this. And he's I got the hear, one like, where he's on his dad's shoulders and he's doing this. I don't know it. You know you, Gavin. Yeah. You know Gavin. Can you pull a picture uh, out? Yeah. This boy. Oh. Yeah. I just want him to have something i want a gay drama in the style of brokeback mountain or portrait of a lady on fire with the two bros chilling in a
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's really (laughs) corny i want to find
2: them (laughs) and i want to make that i wonder who those dudes are i do too uh but my real answer is cole hirsch (laughs) let's go to the beach beach Oh, yeah. Minaj. He He's cute. Is he still cute? He is cute, and he's still very funny, and he has his own podcast called Podcast About Outside, oh, <laughs> where their podcast is outdoors, and he interviews people, but what really sells me on this is that he is just still this epic shit poster where I guess InfoWars recently had a competition to, like, design the InfoWars mascot, and he sent something in, and, like, I don't think they prepped for his interview, because then they're interviewing him on live TV, and they're like, oh, fuck, this guy's crazy, and he's like, this is my mascot, Titty Monster. Oh my god. (laughs) He's saying all these things, and they're, like, trying to, like, get him to stop talking, and he's just still going. And then he also was on this dancing show a few years ago, where, again, like, they just don't vet people, and so he applied like normal, but then showed up wearing a shirt that barely covered his nipples. God. <laughs> and he would I have to show you guys the video. He's he's very funny. He's just kind of like that dry anti-humor, but he's yeah. super silly, and I think I, I would like well, to see him that. act. He's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, if you guys heard of Bo Burnham, I think that he <laughs> could carry a movie. <laughs> sure, yeah. I yeah, he does that that one where he's like... Is there anything better oh, okay, than Pussy? Pussy? Yeah, it's a really good book. He's yeah, archa- it's it. a good book. He does like, this is my jam. No, turn that music off. This is my jam.
0: <laughs> okay, that rings a bell.
1: He sings. Yeah. I don't really like him. No, good.
2: You don't know him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I do. <did. laughs> Listeners, if you're new, we fucking know who Bo Burnham is. No, we fucking love him. God. That'll be the like first time a fucking, well, actually second time. I was going to say the first time we get hate. This first was when that girl was like, stop making fun of Bob Fosse. <laughs>
2: oh, we also got the hate where it's like, what are you talking about? That's Blake Lively.
0: <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. I forgot That's about hate. that. They were like, none of this makes sense. Why are you saying finger blasting? <laughs> so you guys, that episode was funny. <laughs> yeah, maybe I forgot should...
1: all about that. I
0: forgot about that, too. I hope it okay.
1: That.
0: I... <laughs> <laughs> the
2: woman who runs Blake Lively picks daily. I, I yeah. hope she still is listening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> she figured it out by yeah. now. <laughs> okay, here is my answer. I only have one answer. Mm. <laughs> I've picked Zachary Piona. I hope I'm saying that that correctly. He's the guy with the big teeth. That was exactly how I was going to describe him. He's the guy, I used to watch his vines like when I was a junior. You were (laughs) a junior? I'm trying to think of a. Also,
2: new listeners, she is fucking Jewish. (laughs) When I was a junior. These fucking (laughs) girls hate Jews. (laughs) They talk about them all the time.
1: (laughs) This one made a bagel joke in the last episode. When I was a junior in college, my roommate and I we were just crack up about this one Vine where he he plays all the characters, but like he goes, "Hey, okay, I'm going on a date. How do I look?" And the other guy, who's him, he goes, "Oh my God, your teeth are huge!" And he goes, "Okay, perfect." <laughs> <laughs> I listen to him on. Um, I watch him on TikTok now. Yeah. And he is just has a really interesting way of looking at things and his comedy is like really funny and you think it's going one way but it's going like totally Mm. another way and he's a really good writer and he's obviously charismatic and funny and I would want it to be like an indie vibes, like Little Miss Sunshine vibes, kind of like maybe it's just about an elevated version of his life right now, you know, like he's an unemployed, former Vine star or whatever and like maybe he just, broke up with his girlfriend or something like that and he's just like trying to do well and it's kind of like Napoleon Dynamite vibes too. Like not really anything happens but it's like endearing and sweet. Yeah. Go watch his stuff
0: okay well I just like had this weird idea and I couldn't come to fruition with it of the people who are like is that a weed? I'm calling the police <laughs> and having them do like a sitcom nowadays where they're older and they're like roommates and it's just silly shit like that. Um, my other idea which again I didn't really have I just like this person is that Chloe girl the one who has like the yes. big hair and she turns around with the glasses and she's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like also does that video we all watched I think we all watched where she's listening to Tiny yes, Dancer who love doesn't that. know any of the lyrics is her this at the, the end? Is this the, it's now? It yeah. And she she's know. just really cute and charming and funny, and I would like to see her in something. Danny Gonzalez and Drew Gooden, I would like to see them just like appear in things because I love their YouTube channels I and that. I love their personalities, and they're so funny when they're together. So I want that for them. And then for some reason, you guys, this the real answer. Evan Breen, do you know who that is? I he's the one who's like. Mind. can my hat back, Jordan. Oh yes, and then, like, I, I <laughs> consider <he's> him. Like, <laughs> Um, that guy just has these, like, huge, funny stoner vibes, and I would love to see him kind of go the Jimmy Tatro route. Yeah. And he started off on YouTube, and then, like, would randomly appear and stuff, like, he was in 22 Jump Street, and then he had his own show, and he's, like, kind of a big deal now. I would love to see that for Evan Breen, where he just like, oh, shit, is that that guy from Vine? And then he starts, like getting more and more projects, and gets to write his own silly shit.
2: Yeah. That's a good one. Tell us your favorite Vine star.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and And your favorite Vine. Yeah,
2: we're more
1: about, like, the Vines as opposed to the stars. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Kimmy, what is Spree about? Okay, okay, first of all, I had no idea this was a
0: found footage movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, So you don't even know about, like, the social media part of it.
1: I knew that it had something to do with this guy. Okay, this is what I think, okay? This guy. Mm -hmm. He's obsessed with being internet famous okay? okay he wants to be internet famous and he does pranks or something like that <laughs> or challenges <laughs> or something okay. and it's kind of like maybe like smack cam like kind of entertainment like the wackier and crazier like he gets hurt or like it's like at his expense kind mm. of like tricks that make him you know popular or whatever and the high of like Getting the likes or getting the viewership and attention just gets, like, so extreme. Like, kind of like a, a nerve, that movie. I'm getting some nerve vibes It's very here.
2: nervy with, like, the neon lights and stuff, too. Yeah,
1: it gets bigger and bigger and more out of hand. And then he, like, ends up murdering people or something. And, like, then he gets that kid, like, as an accomplice or something <laughs> like that. And maybe at first it's like he thinks it's a mistake or whatever. Oh my god, I didn't mean to kill him. But then he's got a taste for it and now he starts murdering mm-hmm. more and more until it becomes like self destructive. But by the time he is destroyed by his own. Am I having a stroke?
2: There's something yeah. going on. With <laughs> I was like, is Vecna taking me
1: right now? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Kimmy. You're like taken away. We're, we're yeah, yeah, I was we're like, still conversation. Having <laughs> please tell me you're hearing
0: this. <laughs>
1: yes sorry what was I
0: saying He. but it destroys him it destroys
1: him and, but by the time it destroys him like it brings him to his own demise it like ends with people being like did you see this a viewership is going through the roof like oh my gosh his death is the most exciting thing that we've seen on the internet in our entire lives like thing and it's like what has the internet come to like, <laughs> we
2: could have stopped asking that question a long time <laughs> what has
0: the internet come to <laughs>
1: You're like, that's generally what I think.
0: Welcome to the internet. Who's that by?
1: Who is that by? Is that Guy? Yeah. Jerry. Uh, Jerry. Star? Jared, Jared. He never learned okay. how to Joe read. Durnum?
2: Joe Durnham. <laughs> Joe Dernum. Joe Dirt. <laughs>
0: the jokes are getting better and better, you guys. Stick around.
2: You'll find out who threw up soon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think that's good. Uh, there's,
0: that's good? There's some
2: guessing games that we'll play later. Oh, okay,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Spree. Spree.
2: 2019. Some fun facts. To build this character of Kurt Kunkel. That's his name. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is
2: it? Eugene Kotliarenko and Joe Curie, So Eugene is the writer and director and then Joe is the star. They would watch cringe compilations of videos from people without big followings. So they would watch YouTubers who did not have really an audience to, like, kind of just get the vibe of this character and kind of what they're pursuing. What's, like, a cringe compilation? Oh,
0: gosh. you never watched a cringe compilation? That's Poor all God. I do with Frank and Michelle. Oh, good, yeah.
2: Poor Daniel. <laughs> the first time that he hung out with Aaron and I, Aaron was like, do you want to watch cringe TikToks? <laughs> <laughs> Where you're just watching, like, people making you uncomfortable. Like, it's secondhand hand so It's like
0: how you feel watching Michael Scott. Like that, That's why that's funny because he's like, oh shit, don't say He's that.
1: like not self-aware.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly. Yeah. It's a bummer.
2: <laughs> um, and then also to promote the film, Joe Keery would make TikToks in character as Kurt and that's how I found out about the film but it was also like it would be flooded with comments being like, isn't that Joe Keery? And he'd be like, no, it's not. And uh, he would go and like look at Stranger Things merch at Kohl's and be like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> 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 so that was nice. And then on the DVD, there's a bunch of bonus features, which are videos of his YouTube from his YouTube channel, so it's, like, full-length videos of his YouTube, but short clips of that made it into the Whoa. film. Yeah.
0: yeah. We watched some of them together. The we
2: watched some They're They're really cringy, and that's the point. Yeah. There's kind of, like, not much content there. There's this one that I thought was hysterical, though, where he's, like, reviewing the a fake pen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's,
0: he's
2: uh, like, it's
0: got good mouthfeel.
2: <laughs> it's got good mouthfeel. There's also a part, like, you'll see in the movie where he is trying to, like, break into the sneakerhead market, and so he up- unboxes a pair of sneakers. He's like, what I love about these one is, um... The way they seem. (laughs) (laughs) Good stuff. Okay, so the movie opens on a compilation of Kurt's YouTube videos. Uh, He's got entries that all begin, Hey everyone, it's Kurt from Kurt's World. Hey everyone, it's Kurt from Kurt's World. Over and over again. He then does one of those Draw My Life videos. Did you ever watch one of those? Um, I don't know. It's like someone with a whiteboard. Drawing and then erasing and then drawing, just like different aspects. It'll of be their like, life.
0: and then I move to Hollywood, and it'll be like the Hollywood sign. They'll yeah. draw it, and they'll be like, "This is me." It's but like,
2: then I was sad, and this is sad. Yeah, race. yeah. <laughs> so it opens on him doing one of those, <laughs> but it takes like two seconds into the "Draw My Life" video for him to then draw.
0: A plane and the twin towers, and he goes. I'll never forget nine eleven. Oh my god! Also, he's in in the canon of the world. He's born in ninety six, so, so he's he was like in four. kindergarten. Yeah, so he's like, it was a really scary day in kindergarten. But that's
2: an event no one could ever forget, uh, real or fake. <laughs> and I made Daniel come and watch that. Yeah. This morning. he live streams a lot of his life, and he's always taking photos. So that's how there's so much found footage in this movie. In his Draw My Life, he talks about his parents being divorced, and his dad is played by a guessing game already? Sure. A guessing game. Oh. A 90s star. A 90s? With a famous last name.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I will never get By it. that, I mean, like... In a very famous film franchise.
2: In a very famous film franchise, and, like, a family of actors.
0: Like, oh, you're saying, I like... I always forget yeah. about that. That's why I was like,
2: <laughs> famous last name. That's a stupid
0: way to say it. What do
1: I mean? A family of entertainers a family of entertainers actors a family of actors that literally might
0: throw you off though i always forget that that is a thing.
1: i'll give you a bigger hint when you need one he has a famous last name but you're not saying that no, no
0: it's no, just no, like
2: no. it's a family they all, all, they all have this last name
0: including his very famous ex-wife
1: <laughs> yeah his famous ex-wife yeah took his name I think I'm getting too many clues. <laughs> I okay. hate his sister. <laughs> oh, that is, yeah. that is not <laughs> yes a, it is. He's a 90s star. <laughs> Who do I hate? Who do you hate? You don't like Chloe Savini.
0: <laughs> You're <laughs> right, it's Patrick Savini. <laughs> <laughs> you, this is like
1: my long-standing nemesis. Oh, David Arquette?
2: Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Now I have a new nemesis. It's Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> okay. So. How far he has fallen in your graces. <laughs> so, so far. So um, far. So yes, his dad is David Arquette, who is a music producer. He is not as successful when he is like a deadbeat, but Kurt kind of idolizes
0: him for it. He seems like he and Kurt kind of have the exact same personality. Yes. Of like thinking they're bigger than they are. Of
2: just like, yes, and trying to network at all times. And his dad like dresses like Kurt and stuff. <laughs> Kimmy's on one today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kurt is a gamer, a vapor, a life hacker, a beat maker, and a wannabe sneakerhead, like I said. And his best friend is named
0: Bobby Basecamp. So Bobby Basecamp is played by the Viner we keep talking about over and over again. Uh, But anyway, Jared, who never learned how to fucking read, it's that guy. Um, He's a semi-successful streamer, and by semi-successful, way more successful than Kurt. Yes. And the only reason that they're friends is because Kurt used to babysit him, and I think Honestly, probably only sticks around because he's a successful streamer, and so Kurt's like, "Hey, we're BFFs. Like, we're literally best friends." Exactly. That's so funny. Wait, so Kurt used to babysit the
1: kid, (laughs) and the kid is more famous than him. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, To supplement his work as a content creator, Kurt became a spree driver, which is like the Uber.
1: Okay. So the title
0: of the film "Spree." That's what he does for money because he's like not getting any for his content really. But also a killing spree. (laughs) iffy. <laughs> she will spit on a drink. Oh shit! There's then text on screen, like a lot, like in a lot of found footage movies, that says Kurt Kunkel, in parentheses, that's at Kurt's World ninety six. Spent ten years posting content in obscurity. His engagement and views rarely reached double digits. That's what the text on screen so says. So like, nine views. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, This leads to a video of Kurt recording on the side of a very busy highway, so he's, like, pulled off the road so he can record, and behind him is the highway. And he looks very, um, upset, and it's his apology video. And then it cuts back to the draw, my life video, and he says, that's when I had my best idea. The lesson. On another black screen, the text reads, on April 12th, 2019, Kurt finally went viral. Boom, we get this cool digital intro with a fast-paced song as Kurt is setting up his car. So it's his spree car, and he's setting it up with all these cameras and GoPros, like literally every door, which is pretty sick because there's like tons of shots of the doors opening and closing from the view of a camera on the door. So there's like one in the front, pretty much one on each door. It looks really decked out in almost a scary way. There's even you one to in get the in trunk.
2: In there's like GoPros
0: everywhere you yeah. look like, in Whoa. this little Prius. <laughs> and he says, it's simple. If you don't document your life, you don't exist. Um, he's all set up, and from inside the car, we watch him go into his house and say goodbye to his mom. It's, like, from the, uh... It's from the... The rearview that? mirror. Rearview mirror. I'm like, why can't I think what that's called? So that's the camera we're looking at, and it just, like, watches him go inside, and he's gonna go off to do his spree thing. But there is, like, a weird silence, because he is live-streaming currently, and so we get vibes that, like, something bad's about to happen. He runs out of his house, gets in his car... And he goes, there's a trigger warning in place, and I won't be offended if you can't watch. Okay. Kurt picks
2: up his first passenger, Frederick, and Frederick gets in the car. He's, like, a white guy, kind of, like, 40s or something, and he's weirded out by all of the cameras. He's asking him what it's for, and Kurt just says, hope it's okay. (laughs) And Frederick is like, uh, what if I say it's not? And Kurt just says, oh, it's for my protection. (laughs)
0: And you know, then there's like 12 cameras?
2: Yes. And then he starts chatting with Frederick and finds out that Frederick is on his way to give a speech. And Kurt tells him, Oh, like you're giving a speech. That's so cool. Like you must be good at talking to audiences. I'm actually an influencer. And Frederick says, Oh, that's important for guys like us to be good with social media. And Kurt agrees. And then he says, But what do you mean, guys like us? And Frederick goes, Oh, you know, white guys. <laughs> and we find out he is like a QAnon supporter. Oh no! <laughs> and a white supremacist. And he tries to get Kurt to say with him, he's like, yeah, like, we're white, you should be proud, say it. I'm white and I'm proud. This soundbite is going to get taken out of context.
0: <laughs> it's going to be like in Scooby-Doo 2. Yeah, I
2: think Coosville sucks. Yeah. Um, and Kurt won't say it and it's actually like a really funny moment of him looking at the cameras, like really uncomfortable. He's like, no. And then Freddy goes, what are you, Jewish? <laughs> Again, take it out of context. <laughs> and Kurt just continues looking uncomfortable at the cameras. It's pretty funny. He then offers Frederick a water bottle from his back seat. He's, like, pushing it. He's like, have a water, like, on the house. And after Frederick drinks it, he starts coughing. (gasps) That's never Uh a good sign, you guys. It's never Never a good good sign. sign. It's in the ice. in the ice. (laughs) (laughs) It then cuts to Kurt in his home doing a tutorial on how to inject water bottles with some kind of poison. And he's really chipper and he's saying like, here's what you do, you want to like use this needle and you put it under the label where they can't see it. And then you get your hot glue gun, you patch that hole up, and then the seal's not broken so they're not weirded out when they drink the water. Ta-da! And he's like, look, it doesn't leak! And then he says, I've already done a whole bunch. And the camera pans to a whole case of water that he is now poisoned. And that's what he's gonna do to all of his passengers.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> he's gonna, oh Hashtag my God. the lesson. The lesson is that he's going <laughs> to poison That's, like, his everybody. big thing, the
0: lesson.
1: Hashtag the lesson. Yeah. He says it, like, after Frederick dies. Oh, my gosh. I feel like it's very early in the movie, you guys. It, it is. is,
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to set the tone for what's going on. He tried
2: for ten years to be a streamer, Kimmy. Mm.
0: It, it, he deserves this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once our podcast hits ten and we're not
1: famous, oh, you don't oh we'll just start murdering people on air.
0: In the car, Kurt dumps Frederick's body on an abandoned road, and Bobby Basecamp, so again, Jared Guy from Fine sends him a tip on the live stream. So you know how, like, if you pay a certain amount of money, it can make your words appear big on the screen? That's, like, how people get... Like if I'm watching Brendan Uran a live stream and I really want him to be to see that I said his shirt is cool, then I can like pay five dollars or whatever. So Bobby Basecamp sends him a tip on the live stream and he's like, "Well, that's definitely fake because again, he's doing all this killing on the live stream." And Kurt assures him it's real, but that that's also the point is that he wants people to think that it's fake because then he's not gonna get caught at first, right? If he gets caught immediately, then there's no more killings. Not fun for him. Kurt picks up another passenger, which is this realtor woman. She, uh, like, puts all her stuff in the car, drinks the water, like, immediately, pretty much, passes out. And so he goes in the back and unlocks her phone to, quote, tie up loose ends. I assume text people like, I'll be there in a sec or whatever. And he tips himself $2 on the Spree app, rates himself five stars, and send texts from her phone. He also indicates that he did this for Frederick. So this is the little routine he's developing for Ew. the people he kills. I have a question. Is
1: he, so is he like, is he like bloodthirsty? or
0: he, He's just so jovial throughout all yeah. this, and it doesn't even seem like it's he's about the killing. Oh yeah, straight up. Yeah. Like he just likes the attention. And at this point, he probably still has only what like 12 people watching? No, the the most he ever it it comes up the most he ever gets is 9.
2: <laughs> not in the not, whole
0: movie? Yeah, I was going to say that's not true. No,
2: but no, for but for it, the beginning. It's for I mean? a while. No, it's okay. it's 5 hours. Oh wow. Okay. So it's it's many kills that he's not getting any views. Yeah. It's just Jared chiming in now and again being like you suck. Yeah. And he's, he's like a very happy guy, and he just kind of
1: wants to get famous, and he's going to see if this is the thing that does it for him. So it's not that he enjoys killing, it's like...
0: I it, mean, he seems like he's having fun with it, but it's not about that for him. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I don't
1: really know what's worse.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, says a lot about society, man. <laughs> this is a lot. In L.A., Kurt picks up some douchebag, and he's really angry when Kurt says he has to pick up another passenger... Not much that's like that interesting about that guy. It's a spree social, which is like Uber pool. And the guy's pissed. And when they um, end up getting to the second person, it's Sashir Zamata. Is that how you say that? Zamata. Zamata. Um, is she another stuff? SNL.
2: SNL, former cast member. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sashir Zamata is playing a stand up comedian named Jesse Adams. So that's her character's name. Kurt lets both of them know that there are cameras in the car. Mario, which is like the asshole guy, begins hitting on her and then realizes she's a comedian because he recognizes her. And he's like, oh, you're the all eyes on me, girl. All eyes on me. And he's like doing the bit to her and she's just like, okay. And she's very, it's clear that she doesn't want to really be around either of them, but Kurt's kind of trying to be like, no, I'm cool and normal. I'm like this asshole guy.
2: But Kurt also starts to lose his mind because there's now a famous person in his car. Mm -hmm. And so he's like... Talking to Jesse and he's like, Hey, follow for follow at Kurt's World 96. And she <laughs> can't believe she's being spoken to in this way. That's not something you say, as she says later out loud. Nobody says follow for follow. But he also starts badgering her, like, how did you grow your audience? How are you good at comedy? And she just goes, I'm funny. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mario pulls out his phone and starts recording Jesse for his Instagram. And it's like, what's up? It's your boy. I'm here with this comedian, Jesse Adams. Hey, baby, smile at the camera, all this stuff. Ew. But in the background, you hear Kurt yelling out his social media handle. <laughs> <laughs> But then Mario is being really creepy, saying inappropriate stuff and trying to get Jesse to like smile for his Instagram video. So she pulls out her phone and starts recording him back and calling him like a douchebag and stuff, but she's automatically posting it to her story, saying like this is the shit I have to deal with as a woman in the world, just so I can save $3 in a spree social. There's mm-hmm. too much social media going on
1: in one car. Yeah. All three. <laughs> all three of them. Yeah. Have you guys ever Uber pooled? Yeah, of course. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. What? I've never driven an Uber with another person. Oh,
2: pre-pandemic, man. I I
0: need to save money. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's a big difference. Like, if it's not, if it's $2, I'm like, not worth it. But sometimes it's like a $10 difference.
2: But yeah, as she is posting this on her Instagram story, Kurt is still yelling out, Kurt's World 96, hashtag the lesson. Follow me. I always follow back. Peace. (laughs) (laughs) And Jesse then is really frustrated and tells him to pull over She really wants to get out of the car, and she's telling Mario to fuck off, and she says to Kurt, you need to reel it in. (laughs) And then as she's leaving, she grabs a water. No! Kurt, Kurt in like a moment of not wanting to hurt this famous person, or he has feelings for her or something, he says, no, 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 you you can't have that. And she goes, why not? Because I'm getting out of the ride early. And he's like, no, you just, you can't have it. And she's pissed because it seems like a weird thing to not let her have a water. But then she walks away taking the water, and Mario rolls down the window and says, hey, try not to be a bitch next time. And she says, oh, how's this for being a bitch? And squeezes the water all over Mario's face and then chucks it at the back of Kurt's car. So she does not drink the water. Okay. <laughs> yes. Phew. Kurt then drives Mario to a construction site and kicks him out. Oh my God. And Mario's like, what the hell, man? Like, and I would say Mario's like the worst part of the movie. Like, it mm. just is so overdone. Like, the dialogue is trash. It's gotcha, yeah. It's like a lot to take in. But then it leads to this awesome moment where he kicks him out of the car, and then he starts blasting the song, Gummy Bear. Oh, no. And he backs his car up into Mario several times, killing him, and there's blood all over his car. (gasps) Oh, my God. And then he looks at his camera and he goes, are you guys seeing this? And
1: he looks at another one and goes, fun. Oh, my God.
0: On his phone, Kurt's search history shows how to dispose of a dead body, because he's about to Google Jesse Adams, and you see, like, that's the last thing he (laughs) searched. He's scrolling through a bunch of her videos. It's very like dead eyes scrolling. He's just like, next one, next one, next yeah. one. Yeah, we get to watch her videos. They're pretty funny. Do you think she like wrote some of her own stuff? Probably. Probably I'm mean, like, right So she she's a Meta. It funny. really feels like this movie is just, they're like, you're funny, riff. Joe Kiri, you're also funny, riff. Riff. Like, yes. <laughs> just do what you do. Uh, yeah, and then he sees that she's playing a show tonight. So he kind of, you know, notes that in the back of his head. Maybe he'll go. On the live stream, Bobby keeps commenting. It's like, what the fuck's Bobby up to all day that he has time to do this? Um, That's all he does all day, I think. Yeah, Yeah, I guess, because he's getting paid to do that, so yeah. Um, But he's the only one watching, and he's commenting that, and he's like, oh, there's only nine people in the whole five hours. Uh, Kurt is getting pretty upset because he notices that, and like, Bobby's right. And Bobby says, no one's watching because it's fake. Kurt's like, it's not fake, it's authentic, like Homeless Hero. And then we get this smash cut to one of Bobby's videos and like a video series he does that has almost 20 million views called Homeless Hero. And it's like... It, it, it intros it with him going, you know, normally I prank the homeless and it's him just doing all these, like, really fucked up pranks where he'll, like, leave money on the ground and, like, pull it on a string and then when they get it, he's like, it's not even real money, you idiot. It's, like, really fucked up. <laughs> and then the video that got all the views is he leaves a real $100 bill on the ground and a homeless man gets it and is, like, so happy and he goes into a liquor store and Bobby's like, typical just gonna go buy a fucking alcohol with it okay and then the man brings it back to like all of his homeless friends and he goes wow guys see he just brought it back for his people and then he like pops up behind the table and he's like Follow Bobby Basecamp, like, that's the homeless video. man brought bought groceries. It's so obviously fake. Like, yeah. these homeless people are actors. Oh my and, and the way, like, that he walks, too, is just, like, I don't know, it's so jovial, the homeless man. It's And anyway, Bobby is uh, hoverboarding everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, following him around. He's like, time to go follow. Anyway, it's very funny. And Kurt and him start fighting in the chat. Bobby sends him a dollar and says, add some WTF moments or get the fuck out. Kurt then picks up three people and drives like a maniac around downtown. Guessing game for one of the three people. Do you think she would know that other person? No. Yeah. Guessing game for one of the three people in the car. Okay. An actress. She was on a very hit show, but hasn't done shit in a long time, so it was exciting to see her in this movie. She was
1: on a hit show. That, like, would be for our group. It's not, like, our
0: generation. Like, our generation.
1: She was on a hit show for our generation. What do you mean by hit show? Like a a very, very beloved teen drama. Shanae Grimes. Similar. Similar? Yeah. Yeah. Nina Dobrev. Nope, you're still similar. But she's
0: in things. This person literally isn't in anything.
1: She's not in anything.
0: Yeah, and they killed her character.
1: And they killed her character. Dang, spoilers. (laughs) Oh. I feel like that's just a pop culture
2: no at this point. (laughs) But you didn't watch it. I didn't watch the show. You definitely know the person,
1: Kevin.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> we could sing an iconic song Yeah, to we really to could.
1: Secret Life of American Teenager. Whoa, <laughs> no. I wish <laughs> Shailene Woodley were in this car. <laughs> Wintry Hill? No. You've seen that. Yeah, I have. Is it Veronica Mars? No. Grassy?
0: No. Oh good guess. Do we need to start singing Let's sing
1: it.
2: Mm, Whatcha say
0: mm, That you only meant well Well of course it is mm, Whatcha say Is it Lisa Martin? Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> no it's Logan Marshall Green Her character dies? Yeah
1: I think in, a, see, yeah. in a jeep Oh my gosh. Uh,
0: Fucking Cam Dragonde kills her <laughs> I'm not it's kidding. It's dad.
1: Gigandat. <laughs> Is it? No, it's not. Ah. I refuse to say it the
2: other
0: way. dad ass. Am I right? Yeah.
2: And the other person in the car, some influencer girl, I don't know her. And the other person in the car, Frankie Grande. Frankie Grande. Ariana Grande's half-brother. Oh, yeah, I know that. From guy. Big Brother.
0: I think that's so funny. Misha Barton and Frankie Grande hanging yeah. out. Um... Yeah, so he's driving around, like, really fucking fast, and they're all screaming, and they're like, you need to slow down, and Misha's getting annoyed, and Frankie, or, oh, she's getting annoyed with the other people in the car, with Frankie Grande and the other girl, and so she climbs into the front seat, and she's kind of being, like, a little flirty-flirty, and she's like, I'm gonna sit up here with you now. Like, what's your deal? And Kurt tempts them to go somewhere special, saying he can show them something really cool. He takes them to
2: that construction site. But it's nighttime now, and so there's like a lot of really pretty lights, and it's like up on a big hill where you can see the LA skyline. And he tells Frankie and the girl in the back seat, he's like, Get into the sunroof, go look up there, like look at all the lights. And so they're like dancing, and they're like, Yeah, woo, we're in the sunroof. And it is really pretty, and Misha's like, This is amazing, you're such a cool spree driver. He's driving around the construction site, and then he starts speeding towards these, like, pipings, and it seems like he's going to impale them with it. Oh, no. But he jokes and says, like, no, no, I wouldn't do that. And instead he starts closing the sunroof. No, that's what I thought was gonna happen. (laughs) Which I don't feel like you can kill someone this way. But he starts, like, violently
0: hitting it. Dang. And then, um, I don't know how he knows this. He said he, like, grew up there, so I guess he just knew they would be around or, like, was banking on it but two fucking big ass dogs come and eat them to death.
1: They so they get
0: <laughs> ca-
2: they
1: get like chopped in half. He
2: yeah, he no he's they're stuck. he sticks them in there with the by closing the sunroof so then they're eaten alive by dogs. <laughs> oh my
1: god. Yeah. What
2: yeah. The, this is like way it's more It's really
0: graphic. Oh, it's going to yeah. get more graphic.
2: I, I mean, I was surprised that it starts off with the waters and stuff. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. going to get a lot
0: worse. So Misha is freaking out about this because she's seeing it and like at this point it seems like he's doing something but it still weirdly could be an act. She's like, oh my god, what's going on? And then he pulls out a drill, the one he used to put up all the cameras, and drills are in the fucking head, which we don't actually see, but as he goes to do it, it cuts to him at the car wash, and his windshield is just covered in blood and guts.
2: Oh my god. A lot of guts. Yeah. Okay, I really do like this part, though. <laughs> but yeah, the, the deaths are getting crazy. He's then in the car wash, and as he's sitting in there, he is click, click, clicking through Jesse Adams's story. She posts a lot on Instagram, especially the stories. So she's going through, um, talking about her night and getting ready for the comedy show that she's going to be putting on. But before every comedy show, she likes to go to her grandma's house. And she's kind of showing a lot of the grandma's house, which is a little concerning. Um, and showing off her grandma and showing just like all the things that she's having for dinner and stuff. And then she says that she is now going to call for a spree ride to get a ride to the show. And then it's a split screen of her on her story and of Kurt in his car. And he says, I think it's time that we go pick somebody up. I'm ready to do this. And we're going to go somewhere special for the lesson and that sort of thing. And so the two screens really make it seem like he's going to her house. But then Jessie on her screen opens the door and who's here to pick her up? But Adam. another yes. guessing game! <laughs> oh, another prison. Oh my god. At least our last guessing game. So she is getting picked up by a different spree driver. Guessing game. This is... Another SNL cast member. Now
0: that you reminded me she's on SNL, that makes so much sense yeah. that they would be like buds. Yeah. That's
2: Another funny. SNL?
0: Yeah. And you definitely know their name. And they
2: are her friend slash her spree driver. Bowen Yang. No, it's like, I wish! <laughs> <laughs> Bowen Yang was on one of my favorite episodes of Z-Way. <laughs>
1: really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Dang, it's not Bowen Yang? Fuck. No. It's a person that's also kind of like integral to our friend group.
1: Yeah. And Integral to our friends. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. yes. Um, especially because of YouTube. YouTube. Or that's a huge clue. He's a YouTuber, oh. he's in movies. Fuck, fucking fuck. Glasses guy. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. With what kind of hair? With curly hair. <laughs> Glasses guy was that. Some fucking Brigsby bear. Yeah. It's Kyle Mooney. Kyle Mooney. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yes. Kyle Mooney is playing Miles, and so he is there to pick up Jesse, and where is Kurt? It is revealed he's showing up to Bobby's house. And he starts banging on Bobby's door and Bobby lets him in and is like, what the fuck, bro? And then Kurt violently kills Bobby with his hoverboard. A hoverboard. Beats him to death. Kurt's whole face is covered in blood and this is where we get, like, a nice American Psycho moment. He's live streaming this from his phone and he's smiling and laughing maniacally on the live stream as he's just drenched in blood. And then he showers in Bobby's house. Here's the screen. On the live stream,
0: stream still. Does On I the answer? live oh my God. That's
2: why I wrote. Really- <laughs> Kurt then does this ridiculous thing where he's live streaming himself showering and he keeps panning down almost his dick and he's like, uh oh, you want, uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Kiri is so fun and sexy. And, <laughs> and Courtney's like, Steve. <laughs> I love Steve. So yeah, it's a wild moment. And then he steals a bunch of Bobby's clothes. And they're like super influencery. They're like yeah. long sleeve graphic tees and a fucking bucket hat and one of those chest fanny packs you have. <laughs> <laughs> I do have one of those. Yeah, he looks fly as hell, but that's what happens.
0: In Miles' car, he is hitting on Jesse, and it's clear he has a thing for her. And she's using him for free spree rides because they're like buddies. Yeah. He's taking her to their comedy show where we see that he's actually the opener. We see his set, but it's like purposely not very good, but it is very Kyle Mooney, like awkward and stuff on purpose. Cringy, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, and so it is funny to us. Kurt's dad has been calling him all night, and it's clear that he uses him for spree rides often, like for free rides, kind of in the same way. And he's like, Kurt, come pick me up at this strip club. Because again, he's a music producer who thinks he's hot shit. He's like, I'm meeting with this famous Korean DJ named Uno. Um, Kurt ends up telling his dad off, like, because his dad's a dick to him, and he goes back to his car and he has a little rant, and there's about 7,500 people watching now because he went and killed Bobby, and so now it's kind of like, oh, doesn't he take Bobby's stream? He took Bobby's stream, stream, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he takes Bobby's stream, so now that's why there's so many people watching, and they're like, who the fuck is this guy? And people are still speculating if he really killed Bobby, what's going on? And he's ranting to all these people about how his dad is like an asshole and how Bobby was an asshole. And then Uno knocks on Kurt's window and she's like, take me to a taco shop. And he, she's like fucking drunk. And so like the whole time when they're on the way there and stuff, he's like trying to talk her up. But she's very clearly like not interested in what he has to say. Again, just using him for the car. And he had kind of expressed interest earlier and in her followers and things like that. And even when they arrive at the taco place, she's like, get me their most famous thing so I can post about it. He's like, I've never been here. She's like, get me whatever they're most famous for. (laughs) He's like, okay. So he gets out of the car and he's still live streaming while he's in line for the taco truck. And while she's in the car waiting for him, she takes one of the waters and starts drinking it. No! This is after... She has found a gun in his glove compartment. What? So she's like fucking around with this gun and like even taking selfies with it, like ah, like kind of like pointing it in her <laughs> mouth and stuff. Um, but then she drinks the water and she passes out. She was
2: also live streaming, so she's live streaming. He's live streaming. And then there's the car, so there's three screens at once. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty fun.
0: And they they like to kind of bop them around too, like yeah. change the position on the screen, and it's almost... It gets For to found a point footage, of, it's really intricate and fun. Yeah, and it almost gets to a point of being difficult to watch everything, because there's so much yeah. going on, and all the comments and everything. There's comments flooding the screen, yeah. which is like a fun thing to look at too. Yeah, totally. Some of them are really funny, um, and then some of them are just like shit posts, because you know, that's yeah. how streams be. Anywho... Kurt comes back to the car with the food, and again, she's passed out, and he's kind of like, oh, fuck, like, that wasn't his intention to to make her pass out, um, so yeah, Kurt comes across Uno in there, passed out, and he's like, oh, no, what do I do? And all of a sudden, these cops roll up next to him, not to see him, like, they're not there for him, but they're there to order food, and he's like, holy shit, what do I do? Tosses the fucking water out of the side so that hopefully they won't see it. But then they notice the situation going on. Halfway point.
1: I think that the cops are going to be a (laughs) non-issue. Like, I think they're going to notice what's going on and Kurt is going to, like, weasel his way out of it or something like that. And are like, oh, and we're just doing a prank, YouTube prank or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, you should follow Mm. me or whatever. And they're like, fuck (laughs) off. Follow (laughs) for (laughs) follow. Fuck off, you little kid. Or he runs away. And now it's, like, higher stakes of, like, now the cops are on his tail, right? And now Mm. it's, like, that's the live stream. And it's, like this shit's real, the cops are after him and stuff. So it could go either way, I feel like. hmm What if it went the second way? <laughs> what if <laughs> Okay, so the cops are, like, trying to run after him. Now everyone, like, is like, oh my gosh, it has to be real because the cops are after him. And, mm. like, they're going to start, like, sharing shit. Like, look, he's wanted and stuff like that. Mm. Like, look out for this guy. Like, he's a fucking murderer or whatever. And, like... No, I actually don't like that either. <laughs> no, because I think that Kerr has to keep killing people. Mm-hmm. He's going to go to Jesse Adams' show. Maybe he'll kill Kyle Mooney. Ooh. Maybe he'll kill her. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, ah. I was going to
2: say, what happens to Kyle, her, and his dad?
1: Yeah, I think they'll all die. And Uno, yeah.
2: Yeah,
0: what happens to Uno?
1: She's dead, yo. <laughs> She's dead. And... Because she was live streaming it. It's going to be, like, worldwide, like, streaming. Like, get that whole fandom, like, watching him and stuff. Like, it's going to be, like, a worldwide thing. Obviously, like, I think Kurt is going to die at the end. Mm -hmm. Like, Kurt's definitely not long for this world. (laughs) And I still stand by, like, my first prediction where it's, like, everybody's watching this horrendous thing take place and they're, like, getting gratification and entertainment Mm -hmm. out of it, but it's, like, this horrible thing, like, he's murdered so many people. Mm -hmm. You know? And they're, like whoa, that guy, like, he's famous for murdering all those, like, socialites. And, think, like, now he's so you, famous.
0: you don't think there's a possibility that either he gets away or goes to jail? Nope. Okay. Mm.
1: He's gonna die. This, honestly, like, listening to this makes me, like, so upset. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, because it really is like that, you You can know? bond
0: with Jordan about that. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that's how the boys felt. Like, it really is
1: like that. It gets so convoluted, and it's like, what are you chasing? Like, you're chasing, mm. like, an endless thing, you know, like how much is enough, like it's never enough, and it's just well, like- Well,
0: also this is all in one night, like you're throwing your life away for one day of a high, like yeah. truly, for him being like, his goal is to get famous, if that's true, you know at the end of this it can't go well. Yeah. And it
1: and it gets like so convoluted with like what they're after and what we're even valuing, you know, in this, mm-hmm. or whatever, and I think it's like very intelligent- that they cast someone like Misha Barton in this. Yeah. It Damn. is very well cast. From the SNL people to, obviously, a young hit star like Joe Yeah. yeah. in this role. And then getting kind of meta with casting fucking Jared guy. Of course, you know, totally, so yeah. Totally, yeah. It's, like, very, I like, I mean, we're getting more into, like, analysis here versus predictions. And, like, reviews, yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what I said, but... That's fine. I mean, there's a lot of praises that can
2: be said for this movie and the way it handles those things, and there's also a lot of negative aspects to it for just, like, the way it utilizes Gen Z slang and the culture and social media. Well,
1: I mean, I definitely feel like it's going out, it's doing what it set out to do. Oh, oh, yeah. Big time. Regardless of, like, how I feel about that, like, good or bad about it, like, I think that it's accomplishing that.
2: Exactly. I wouldn't call it genius, but I would say it is doing exactly what it set out to do. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Second half of the movie. The cops are alerted to Kurt's presence, and they see, in the front seat, a young woman passed out. They decide that they are going to intervene, and so they knock on his window, and he's, like, eating a bunch of corn soda fries, <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, what's going on? How's your night? And he's like, oh, my girlfriend, she's passed out, just trying to sober her up. Sorry, like, it's normal. But they also see a spree sticker on his car, and they say, are you a spree driver? And he says, yes. And they're like, did you do spree tonight? And this kind of tipped me off to, like, oh, they're aware there's a spree killer, but instead they're thinking he's drunk like her, and so they want to do a sobriety test with him. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious, though. Why? <laughs> that, but, like,
1: the cops aren't that aware? That they decided to call this service spree. Spree killing. Yeah. Oh, spree yeah, killing, yeah, And, like, I know you said it at the beginning, but I love that they use the line, like, did you decide to spree tonight? Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. he did. He did.
2: Yeah, he did both. Yes. Anyways. They decide they're going to give him a sobriety test, and they're saying these really difficult instructions, too, and he's just kind of looking at them as they're telling him all these different things to do. And in the car... Uno shoots back to life. Oh my god. She's suddenly (laughs) awake. She's jolted out from the water that she's had which like maybe she was drunk and it didn't have an effect. Maybe she didn't drink enough but she just like boom comes to life and grabs the gun that's in her lap and screams and then just fires it and fires it right into the head of the policeman. Oh my god. (laughs) It makes no sense. I think she's trying
0: to shoot Kurt but she's so disoriented. She's so disoriented.
2: She then starts sprinting away with her arms (laughs) literally up in the air in this parking lot of taco truck oh my god the other cop then starts to chase after her and kurt just goes thank you god (laughs) and starts driving away (laughs) the cops are aware of a shooting now and there's a fourth camera added from their body cams as well as another one now because of this shooting and because of kurt fleeing it is now cop car chase time yeah and so kurt is like flying down the highway as cops are pursuing them and we're seeing their cameras from their car as well and ends up leading them onto the wrong side of the highway. So he's flying down on the wrong side that you shouldn't be driving. And more and more camera angles are being added from people filming it. And from, like, people just, like, on their Instagram. So sick. Dang. It is a cool moment of, like, did you see that and all this yeah. stuff? And there's even CCTV footage. And then Kurt loses the cops by driving underneath a freeway overpass where there is a large homeless camp. Mm-hmm. And here is the most satirical part of the movie. <laughs> Kurt is disgusted by all of the homeless people. He's like, ugh, just look at them. Zero social media presence.
0: (laughs) The movie knows what it's doing, okay? (laughs) It
2: is such a time. And he's like, if I were to run all of them over, no one would care because they don't have any followers, so who could care? And he starts driving through their tents, and as he does, he's yelling, no one can stop me, the cops can't stop me, my mom can't stop me, my dad can't stop me, Bobby can't stop me, the homeless can't stop me! And his car flips, and from multiple angles,
0: all around his vehicle, and the CCTV footage, we see the accident. At Jesse's show, cut to Jesse's show, Miles introduces her, and she warms up the crowd by saying, are you ready? In the back of the theater, talking to his 32,000 viewers now, Kurt is there, and he quietly says, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) He's like, yes. (laughs) Um, Jesse delivers her catchphrase that we heard that asshole guy say earlier, all eyes on me, I want to be seen. And Kurt repeats this in a quiet voice with crazy eyes as he pulls out his gun and shows it to the camera, because his plan is to kill her while she's on stage. Oh my gosh. During her set, Jessie actually starts to talk about her experience in a spree earlier that day and mentions Kurt by name. He's famous. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. His eyes are like, me? Yeah. I was gonna kill you, but you're talking about me now. Yeah. He's gotta hear what he has to say. And her stand-up ends up getting really sincere as she talks about how sad of a guy he was and how he was just so involved in social media and networking and that's, like, all he cared about. That was his whole personality. And she's kind of reflective, and she thinks about how maybe she's been too focused on social media and how it's affecting her negatively. And the crowd is kind of like, (laughs) like, is this a joke? They don't really understand. Um, And she's like, you know what? I'm going to swear off social media. And she slams her phone on the ground and smashes it with her shoe. And then people, you know, they didn't know how to react, but they're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, power move. And they love it. And Kurt ends up leaving. You know, I think he's partially excited that she talked about him, but also now he's embarrassed because the stuff she said wasn't, like, very positive, and and he's also just upset that he couldn't muster the courage to kill her, so he's walking out of there, like, kind of pissed. He ends up getting his own spree ride, like he calls his own spree. Oh, no! Um, (laughs) But I believe... So he ends up calling a go-go because spree has been shut down because people now know that it's a real killer out there killing people in sprees, yeah. but Go-Go, which I guess would be like the lift. it's supposed to be like the other popular <laughs> one. Um, and now he's on the run, he's got a Go-Go. Yeah, he's got a Go-Go. So he gets into this guy's Go-Go, and there is a camera in the guy's car, which he says is a security safety measure, and it's like, ah ha, ha.
2: It's not like a good one either, it's like one of those night vision like yeah. GoPros, yeah, and yeah. it clearly is for that purpose. Yeah. yeah.
0: And Kurt's sitting in the back seat as the band drives. Does he have, like, a look on his face, too? (laughs) He's looking right at the camera. Okay, okay. Jesse gets Miles to call her a go-go, and uh, she actually kind of like steals it from him, and kind of implies that they're gonna go hook up. And he's like, "Oh yeah, she's fuck like, yeah, call the go go to go to my house. And yeah, we'll they're together, baby." And she's like, "Go get your stuff," and then she fucking steals it from him. <laughs> but then, oh no, she's in the car, and Kurt is now the driver. So what happened to the driver? Oh no, he
2: killed him and put him in the
0: trunk. Oh no, I'm in a go go. <laughs> Kurt lets her know that he actually saw the show. And she's like, oh, like, fuck, I'm so sorry for that. Like, I'm sorry if that upset you, blah, blah, blah. And she realizes that she doesn't actually have a phone because she smashed hers. So now she feels really unsafe and uncomfortable. And he starts ranting to her about how they should team up. Maybe make a sex tape. This obviously freaks her out. This comes out of nowhere, but it is
2: like, hey, I was a good part of your act. My story led to you telling that story, and what that's can we like going to collab? be. What can we do to collab? Sex tape. Oh my god. She's freaking out. Kurt starts driving pretty erratically, and she does not have a phone to see where the ride is going. It's on Miles's phone, and you've probably heard this sound on TikTok. I love this sound on TikTok. This is the sound on TikTok? <laughs> yes. Whoa. Where you hear <laughs> you hear Jesse go. Where are we going? And Kurt says, "I'm taking you home." And she says, "This isn't the way to my fucking house, Kurt." And he goes, "Oh, not your home." my home my home <laughs> he says it twice what do it's, people use it for people use it for like <laughs>
0: like thirst shit
2: like thirst shit but also just like you know I'm I, I stole this cat uh off the street it's uh, like where okay, are you okay. fucking taking this <laughs> is <laughs> my house it's like no take you to my house That's funny. my house or like me if I ever see Joe Keery this is the way to my fucking yeah. house I'm like no Joe we're going to my house yeah my house in the back seat Jesse finds a phone charger plugged into the front of the car. She rips it out and begins strangling Kurt. Whoa! Ooh, mm-hmm. the symbolism. It's a phone charger. Yeah, it's a phone charger. <laughs> that was once his life. Technology Technology's
0: <laughs> gonna get us all.
2: <laughs> he unfortunately does overpower her, and he knocks her out. Yeah. So, she's passed out in the back seat. He gets up close into the front seat, and he's talking to his, his live stream on his phone. The timestamp footage now reveals... It's April 13th. It's my birthday. (laughs) (laughs) We've crossed over into like 1am. Happy birthday, Courtney. As Kurt then we see drags Jesse's body from his car, which is parked out onto the street, onto his driveway. So we're back at his house that the movie started in. She's out there on the driveway and he gets back into the car to then post onto his Instagram uh, stream and he posts a poll and he says, what should I do with Jesse? Fuck Mary Kill. <gasps> oh my god. Yeah, it's dark. It's really dark because alarmingly, the fuck answer starts getting a ton of votes. Like It just kind of shoots up and I was oh like, Jesus god. Christ, that's dark. Don't do that. I mean, killing somebody is also dark because suddenly, the majority of the 50,000 people watching shoot the kill like poll all the way to the front. So yeah. like, 80% of them are saying you gotta kill Jesse. Oh my gosh. So it's really interesting too how this is like there are people involved in it now. People mm-hmm. voting and stuff. And Kurt says, alright, Sorry, Jessie. And he drives up to where he dragged her body, and then he gets out of the car to go and grab her, but right as he does, Jessie pops up, she runs to the car before him, and she gets in, and then she starts revving the car like she's going to hit him, Mm -hmm. and Kurt is kind of like trying to dodge out of the way, and she floors it, and she drives, and he gets out of the way at the last second, and she crashes the car into his house, like right through the wall into the living room.
0: Oh my god. The airbags go off. Um, And so she's a little bit like incapacitated and he ends up getting to her and he's like smashing her face into the airbags as he's yelling, we could have been a power couple. And she ends up stabbing him with this little figurine on the dash but and he runs away after she's like stabbed him with this thing. Uh, She ends up grabbing his phone and sees the live stream as someone tips her and says, you're doing great, sis. (laughs) She's pissed that there are
2: people watching this. She
0: starts yelling at them. David Arquette shows up And we get the reveal that Kurt's mom is dead. Then we see a flashback to that first scene where he's saying goodbye to his mom, and we see that he was actually killing her. That's what he went inside to do. At first it was like a really eerie silence as he ran in the house. He's like, I gotta go say
2: goodbye to my mom. And then this time we hear her screaming. And it is just really scary the way that there are a lot of these, like, mass shooters or spree killers who do start with the person they're living with, Mm -hmm. and so he had just left her body in the house, and there's also, like, a scary foreshadowing moment where, in the chat with Bobby, Bobby's like, this is so stupid, you're not killing people, and Kurt's like, actually, I've killed six people, but
0: we've only seen five, Mm -hmm. and so, like, upon a rewatch, it is really scary. Mm. Also, because of this, because of his mom being dead, his dad is there, and, like, kind of freaking out over that, and he ends up. Shooting his dad. He shoot. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. He shoots his dad. Yeah. Tons of times, like overkill. He doesn't
0: care. It's like not important to him. Are there not like cops at the house
1: or something? No, There's no, no cops around. Nobody knows it was Kurt. So, like, Kurt's dad is just now showing up and realizing that his mom is dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay
0: jesse ends up crawling back into the car to back it up because she's seeing all this madness and is like holy shit i have to do something she's still got the camera on though and the comments are obviously going crazy watching everything unfold she gets the car going she ends up pinning kurt against the wall flooring the engine and he's coughing up blood like all over the windshield a clip from a little bit earlier in the night shows kurt thanking his viewers and he's like Here we are at the end of the lesson. I really hope you guys learned something. So it's kind of like the movie's coming to a close. We're seeing potentially his last words. And Jesse gets a notification saying check to see if he's still alive. So she goes over to the front of the car because he looks super fucking dead. But there's a jump scare. Don't worry. She fucking like beats him to death with the cell phone. So again, uh, technology's killing you. And now he's like actually dead. And someone tips her again, so the thing pops up, and they say, you have to get a selfie with him. (gasps) And she kind of is like... Okay. She and then does she it? Takes A really whimsical selfie with his beaten up ass face. She's
2: got him by the hair, and she's smiling next to his like blood soaked face.
1: Yeah. Ew.
2: The ending montage is of Jesse Adams achieving fame. There's close ups of like all of her Insta posts about like what it was like to survive a psycho and what her life is like now. She's on the cover of magazines. There's a New Yorker article about her. She even got an HBO special. And then there's these news reports too of Kurt Kunkel, but his name has been like a little bit redacted, not fully. They're just like don't say his name. This is what he wanted. This is what it's all led to. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So the funny thing that I caught when I was watching the end is there there's like this big article that's like why you shouldn't say Kurt Kunkel and there's asterisks oh, yeah. in his name and yeah. then it, there's a link at the bottom that says here's a list of other people whose names you shouldn't say. And so it's like just <laughs> going to be a fun. list of people's
2: names. Um, there's memorials, like, to his victims, like, a collection of photos on the internet about, like, who he took, whose lives he took that night, and there's even a Vice article that is unfortunately detailing the whole thing, and it links to a Reddit page. He's become, like, this meme, as well as a god to some of them, and it all, like, builds up, like, as you're reading a whole bunch of people praising him and, like, how they adored what he did, and it leads to this one poster who says, I assembled all of the footage that was uncovered during that night. And I turned it into a movie called Spree. And it's like, you click the link to go oh, watch yeah. Spree. <laughs> and I only got two more fun facts. Uh, once again, the writer-director said that he did 40 all-nighters to do all of the comments and the usernames that appear throughout the movie. It's constant. There's It's constant. And it's like, they're good, too. Like, they're commenting on every little thing that's happening. Some of them are really scary. Some of them are funny. Some of them are stupid. But, like, even when we meet Bobby Basecamp for the first time, it says... Hey, that's Jared. He never learned how to read. Someone said that? Someone does say that, yeah. And then there's only two scenes in the whole movie that were filmed with an actual film camera. The rest were GoPros and cell phones, and I don't know what the two scenes are. Wow. (laughs) Because they were that seamless. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, yeah, like a lot of the movie will be vertical, too. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
0: there's actually a really funny part where he's watching Jesse's videos and it takes up the whole screen because she's doing them sideways. Yes. And we're, I think when we watch it together, we're like, what the fuck, why is it sideways? And then he goes, why is she filming sideways? Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. Dang. That's spree. Do you feel ready? I'm to ready to I mean, I'm ready to read. Yes. Yeah, me too. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Three, Three, two, one. Oh, a oh, five. Wow, eight, you guys, I eight. Yeah. Seven and a half.
1: Wow, you guys rated it so high. We loved it. <laughs> uh, I rated it a five. Yeah,
2: well, nice. go
1: okay, ahead. Okay, I rated it a five. I just, I really didn't expect you guys to rate it so high. Ooh. Now I'm like, maybe I'm missing Maybe nothing. you should check our fucking Letterboxd accounts. <laughs> 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 well, found footage movies in general uh, just, like, aren't for me. You know, I just, like, won't go out of my way to go see it, really. Mm-hmm. But I love Joe Keery, and, and I totally buy him as this. Mm-hmm. In order for this to work, like, the character has to be likable in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to want to keep following what's this going is to crap, happen, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, he's not a good guy. He's a bad person. Um, but, like, why would we watch? And then it sucks, too, because the movie's tricking us into being, like... Why are you rooting for this guy? Right. Sometimes right. I am. I'm like, oh, get away from the cops, you know? Right, I'm right. like, he's a fucking murderer. Like, why do I care? Yeah. You know? So that's really cool. And, like, my main drive for wanting to watch this movie is seeing his performance. Mm-hmm. You know, I can understand like, why maybe some of, like, the, sh- the way that it was, like, you know, comprised and, like, and shot and stuff might be a little jarring and maybe, like, not the most, like, aesthetically appealing thing to look at. But, like we were saying earlier in the halfway point, like... I think this movie accomplishes its goal. It, it's like, I guess it is along the lines of like a movie that I would enjoy because it makes me feel uncomfortable. And I'm like, mm. that's your job and you're doing it. And I admire movies and, and stories that are doing that, you know. And I, I like the message. And like Courtney said, I don't think it's genius. But it's, yeah, it's doing its job. It is a silly, goofy time. Um, I saw it by myself,
2: and I laughed, but I also had a lot of critiques with the script. Mm. But then I saw it with a friend, Kayleen, (laughs) and I was just like, this is hysterical, this is what we've all been waiting for, like, why not watch this? Because it does feel like an escape from reality. The same way that, funnily enough, Joe Keery is also in it. There's Death to 2020, which was a Netflix Mm. special, written by Charlie Brooker, who created Black Mirror, and it's just a huge joke about, like, literally every event that took place in 2020, they made satirical. Mm. yeah. So, like go into it thinking, like, I would like an escape from things. Yes, there are a lot of moments that are going to ring true, and they're going to be effective, but there's also tons that are not, and that's just why it's kind of, like, a silly time. It's not a nine. Um, I gave it a seven probably the first time, and eight the next time, so now I'm in a happy middle of 7.5. It's great for discussion, I think, just cause, like, With our podcast, it's a blessing that you haven't seen it. So, like, you might be thinking, like, this is so dark. (laughs) This is so dark. This is, oh my gosh. But, really, it's just, like, funny to watch. And it can make you uncomfortable. I really understand Jordan's, like, aversion to it and feeling, like, uncomfortable through watching it. But it's very easy to watch Joe Keery be silly. It's very easy to see him riff. And... You do take a simple, um, premise of what if somebody used social media in all the wrong ways to gain fame in all the ways that we know do happen in life. And this is just like, as Killeen said, scaled up to the level 15. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's stupid and it's silly and it doesn't need to be more than that. It came out during quarantine. I was thrilled. Yeah.
0: As you were talking, I was kind of thinking like, I think what is appealing about this movie and maybe the way that you have to watch it is kind of the opposite of how we are taught to watch movies, which is unsuspending your disbelief. Like, rather than saying, this is real, I'm going to believe everything that happens, it's more like, I know this is a movie and therefore now I can enjoy it. When people are doing horrible things to the homeless, I know it's because it's a parody of people who have no self-awareness watching Joe Keery's mannerisms and just his fucking greasy hair and the way he always turns around to look at people in the backseat, just like the cover. It's hilarious. Like you just look at him and you laugh because it's funny. If this were a real person and this footage were available for us to see of a real person doing this, the amount of disgust we would all feel just like looking at them at all. So it's like... Yeah, if I take it too seriously, I would definitely be way too uncomfortable. Like, mm-hmm. of course I'm not going to be on his side. Like, he's horrible. And you're not, but, like, you are, like you said. When when the cop thing happens, you know there's 45 minutes left, and you're like, well, I don't want to see him go to jail. That's so boring. So when, you know, when that whole big kind of twist happens that she shoots a cop, it is so fucking chaotic <laughs> that it's like, yeah, this, this is what this movie is. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I don't know. My enjoyment feels about the same for the couple times that I've watched it. I really like it. I think it's a lot of fun and I think it is meant to be watched with others so you can just fucking cackle. Yeah. Uh, Feral, if you will,
2: for this movie. I'm feral for this movie. At times. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, it's time for our watch list ads and recommendations for the week. I'm going go first. Go for it. Adding to my watch list is two things. Mm. Two things coming out very, very soon. Number one, Persuasion starring Dakota Johnson and Henry Golding. Yeah! Is that the Jane Austen? Jane Austen. Yeah. Yes. I can't wait to see my girl. I have missed her. She's so beautiful. And Henry Golding, sign me up as a leading man in a Jane Austen piece. And then the second thing that I'm adding to my watch list, which says it's coming out next month, I don't know if this is for sure because I've really only seen like one thing. Hmm. Vengeance! The directorial debut of B.J. Novak. Oh! I am pumped.
0: It's got a great oh. cast. Was, were you telling me about this? I don't I was know. Just fucking telling me about this.
2: Um, it is starring and written and directed by him, and it is about, like, kind of an interesting style because he's a podcaster traveling from New York to yeah. West Texas to investigate the death of a girl he used to hook up with. When there's done. a lot of people in it, including friend of the pod, hot guy Boyd Holbrook. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Shout out to earlier this round. Ashton Kutcher's apparently in it, Issa Rae's in it. I'm really excited for it. And then my recommendation for the week. There's so many similarities. It's Ingrid Goes West. Yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Feral. Feral. That's what I am for this movie. Um, and also just, there's such a mirrored perspective with the ending of this movie and like what people are logging on to Ingrid's stream mm-hmm. to watch versus what they're doing it for Kurtz. Um, I think it integrates social media in a way that is perfect. Her commenting on Elizabeth Olsen's Instagram post and going, that looks yummy as fuck, bitch. What's your address? Is <laughs> <laughs> what I go nuts over. That's funny. I love that movie. I can watch it so many times. It is incredibly cringy, um, which is why I get anxiety when I watch it, but it's, like, a good kind of anxiety yeah. where I'm just comforted and I love it. It's a comfort movie, for yeah, sure.
0: that's great.
1: Okay. For my watch list ad, I'm gonna watch this movie called Little Fish.
0: Oh, I have that on my watch list. Yeah, it says like that. Like not he, for now, but yeah, you're yeah, not out
1: yet. Little faces. Yeah, on it's here. got
0: a what's her face Olivia Cook is that her name? Yeah, it's got mm.
1: Olivia Cook and Jack O'Connell. It came out in twenty twenty. It looks like that shit I do like.
0: That's <laughs> that shit I do it like. Looks sad
1: and sad and oh, that's what I like. <laughs> And for my recommendation, I'm going to recommend Fresh. Love it. That was
0: what I was going to (laughs) recommend. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. It's okay. I have a backup. But, no, I was thinking that. Yeah. I agree.
1: I think it's great. (laughs) <laughs> Good
0: enough. There's
1: like, I mean, there's real world commentary. It's satirical. Is it humor? I like when I watch that movie though. I'm like, this is hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, there's no way this shit's real, yeah, right? It's very no, it's fucking real. I bet, yeah. like, somewhere for sure it's real. But, but also, like,
0: that. it's a man that we're watching dance around the kitchen as he like cuts people up and yeah. similar he vibes. Cuts her
1: b- off, yo. <laughs> I'm
0: <Don't-> aware. <laughs> Don't I
1: put remember. that in. Don't put that in. I want it to be a surprise. The cutting <laughs> off? You have to bleep it out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's me. Nice. That's it.
0: Okay, my watch list ad. I don't know. Like, I guess it's technically been something I've always wanted to see, but then recently I was like, what the fuck? Why haven't I seen it? And it's on HBO Max, and it's directed by Wes Craven, which is brand new information to me. It's Red Eye. And then my recommendation, since so like, I can't do fresh is Sleepaway Camp. Didn't I watch that with one of you? Was it you? It was not me. Was I it think me? you were. That scary were the...
1: movie with the with the campers and, like...
0: And the thing at the end? Yeah. yeah. yeah your yeah, sister yeah. was there. Yeah! Thanks yes. Thanksgiving. that your sister came. Yes, These are yes, weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sleepaway Camp. It's one of those, like, so famous B-horror films from the 80s. Fucking batshit. And recently, like, I just... There was weird, like... I was just seeing stuff about it on Instagram and on Letterboxd and it's just, it's one of those movies where it's like pretty batshit, there's several of them, it's very campy, get it? Yeah. camp. Not quite the same vibes, but similar.
2: That concludes round 13. Can you believe? That's so many. We're coming up on 100 episodes.
0: Yeah. We oh. might
2: be revamping to some degree. We love you and thank you for listening. Yeah. Go
0: watch Spree. (laughs) Bye-bye.